Hey, I'm a medium, and this podcast is for those who wish to understand the wonderful world of spirit. Where do we go when we die? I'll share stories of mine as a medium and other mediums in our journeys, plus you will hear real-life client readings so that you can know without any doubt that your loved ones and spirit are around you all the time. I'm Jen, and this is the Singing Medium Podcast. Awesome. Okay, so today's episode has a guest. Her name is Melissa. And funny enough, and I use the word random a lot, but nothing about this was random. It just felt kind of random in a human sense, if that makes sense. So it all started with Instagram, where I'm doing these free mini readings on my reels and posting them. And it's just like different spirits coming in for people who follow me. So you can watch for that and see if one of your loved ones and spirits show up. And this her ex's uncle john came through and it was that's who it was and so she claimed uncle john so i decided to do a reading for her she didn't apply for a reading i just decided i was going to do do a free reading for her we we're talking in the dms and it just all worked out and it worked out that she could do it really early today and it's wednesday by the way and this will come out on friday obviously so just to give you a little timeline there of how quick this happened so I want to add to, so when you listen to this reading, it's about 20 minutes, I want you to listen to it. So if you're a mediumship student, I want you to listen to the no's. I got a few no's in there. And when you're training to be a medium, you're going to get no's and I want you to know that no's are not bad because everything that you say is true. Everything that I say that I get from spirit is 100% accurate and true. The problem is sometimes when you're a medium is that you can misinterpret it, which I didn't do in this case, I have done in the past and I have learned the hard way not to do that. But usually the information that you get a no from is something that the sitter or the client does not understand or does not have that information in their awareness because it's maybe their mother and who knows, and they're not privy to this information. Okay, so you'll hear a couple no's and I'm gonna just let you know that after the reading, Melissa did DM me right away. And at the end, when you hear about the cookie jar, someone's hand was in the cookie jar, she has now claimed that information to be true and she has asked her mother, like her grandfather had asked her to ask her mother, about this hand in the cookie jar and it was one of his wives that stuck her hand in the cookie jar. I'm not gonna tell you what that means, but you gotta listen. And also she did not take the angels. So in the beginning I talk about angels and then after we stopped recording, she told me a story about being in her car, backing out of the driveway or backing out of her garage and about 10 feathers, white white feathers, fell from the ceiling and she thought she hit a bird. There was no bird. So that is a reference to the angels and also there was another reference to angels that she had mentioned too about when people were passing in the house that they passed at, they was her daughter could see the angels, okay? So it does make sense after, so I want you to really tune into that and not be afraid of the no's. And if you're listening to, and if you're just a regular person who just wants to, and you're not a medium yet, and you wanna understand how a reading works, this is how it works, okay? So if you've ever had a reading, you're gonna have some things that don't make sense, but they will make sense after (laughs) okay so enjoy listening to this little mini reading i hope you enjoy it i really loved reading for melissa and i'm so glad how spirit brought her to me in this short little time so you guys can enjoy and listen to what a reading is about why we do the work that we do so we can help people and we can connect the human to the spirit world which is what we really need to do more than ever now okay okay welcome back to the podcast here um we have something a little bit different today i have a special guest on the podcast this week and i'm just going to share a little tidbit of how this came about (laughs) so i put out a call on my instagram page for free mini readings for people to be recorded their readings to come on and have it on the podcast for content and for awareness 
um, and letting people know sort of how I work and how, how a mediumship reading works and how it can help you. And so Spirit also had me doing these random, air quotes, mini readings on my reels on Instagram as well. And the other day, I don't know if it was yesterday, was it yesterday, I think? Yesterday I had this random, I don't, I don't believe the word random, but it just seems so random to me as a human. So random, this man came forward and told me all these details. And so I posted it and just put it out there. That's what I do. I just risk it. I just put it out there. Maybe no one's going to take it. Maybe someone's going to take it. And um, this beautiful woman here, Melissa, she was like, I think that's for me. And I'm like, okay. So we went through the list of all the evidence that I had provided. And she took like 95% of it. And so we deemed that it belonged to you. So we was your uncle. Your, no, it was your ex's uncle. <laughs> yeah, Uncle John. Uncle John. Uncle John came through. And I'm always nervous when I get the name John because that's kind of general, right? People go, oh, well, lots of people are named John or Jack because John and Jack are the same in the spirit world. And then also, what did I, yesterday I did a reading for someone and it was like, I said the person's name and then I go, oh, I think the last I said, does Mitchell make things like, oh, my God, that's his last name. But it was like so cool to put like that last name, too. So that some names are kind of really good evidence if they're different names. So John could be like taken generally. But luckily you took everything. So we're going to go in and do a little reading for you here. Maybe 15, 20 minutes just to get sort of a little taste. Normally, if you're doing a reading, if you're a medium and you're starting to be medium, it ideally it would be an hour um, because sometimes it takes that long for the car to warm up. So sometimes it's a little bit slow coming in and then it's like warming up your car in the winter and we gotta give it some gas, but we're just gonna jump right in here. And um, I wanted to make sure before we started recording, so I asked Melissa's permission um, if it was okay to give her some information that came in first. So the first energies that come in were a couple of babies. So these babies did not make it earth side, is that correct? Correct. Yes. So when I tuned in, so as a medium, you had to prepare. And so I tuned in, which is closing your eyes and asking the clients, loved ones and spirits come through. And I heard a whole bunch of babies crying, um, like two or three on my right side. And I didn't want to present that without asking you first. Um, so, so these are angel babies. So they're talking about angels. So I'm not sure if uh, usually it means like there could be an angel ornament. There could be an angel hanging in your car, something about angels being very significant or um, somehow, and if something doesn't make sense right now, it will make sense later. So does that make sense to you at all with the angel term? Um, not at this moment. Yeah. So just know it will come true later. It will, if something doesn't make sense in, in the beginning, it will, you will understand it later. Here's a, here's another example of that. So I was read for this woman. I'm like, no, it wasn't, I can't remember if it's a woman. Yeah. A woman. And I said, oh, your dad and his wife was, so his wife was still alive. And I said, your dad says that you're your mom is eating a bran muffin and she's like my mom doesn't eat bran muffins i'm like well just tell her what i said and we'll leave it and then she emails me the next day she's like uh she was eating a random bran muffin and i my dad like it was like just so cool so keep that in mind because there's the number three coming through with these energies and the word angel okay i mean we hearing that shaggy song darling you're my angel of the mall like that song okay so just keep that in mind we call that putting on the shelf so then you have a a um, there's a couple of people stepping forward. You have a younger male in spirit. <clears throat> so I'm trying to think. You went to school with him. He is younger, like 20s, most likely a car accident. He's wearing a backpack. He said you didn't know him well. Hmm. Like Brian or Ryan. Is it Brian or Ryan? That's a pretty common name. Um, I'm trying to think. Like, I think it was high school, he says. 
Um, and this guy would smoke. I don't. You weren't like directly friends with him. He said. He said you kind of worked like around with common friends, kind of thing. Um, I think anything else from him. He might know your ex, unfortunately, <laughs> or or fortunately. <laughs> Did you know your ex for a long time? Like you guys know each other for a long time? Oh, 15 years. Yeah. Yeah. They said it's a long time. So he's probably associated with your ex too, which is what Uncle John was also associated with your ex. So what I'm feeling from me turning in with these energies is that there's some healing that still needs to be done with the relationship that has moved on. And people are like, no, I'm fine. I've moved on. I'm fine. But that's your human speaking, right? And we do, we all do this. It's like, no, I'm fine. I've healed it. I've moved on. And then all of a sudden something will come up. You're like, oh, maybe I didn't. And spirit is saying that you kind of, there might be some more healing that needs to be done around that. And it, yeah, um, I'll just leave it at that for now. Um, okay. So see, um, is there someone that you did want to hear from? Um, I don't really know. I mean, I have a lot of like past family members. Um, my family tree is kind of crazy. I've got lots of grandfathers and grandmothers that I was going to say there is a grandmother stepping forward now. So we'll see if we can go her now. Um, I'm trying to make sure it's not your exes because for some reason he's a very dominating energy in your world. Would you understand that? Uh, yeah. And so their whole family, um, everyone that passed passed at home with my ex's parents and we were always there like visiting and whatnot so we were always very involved yeah now who lives in the older century kind of looking home um that would have been his parents but they have since moved oh they have moved since then okay yeah this individual stepping forward is talking about the old century home and being there a lot like it looks like a parlor so like like an old century uh living room kind of thing with like a built-in bookshelf and like the paint's peeling a little bit kind of thing um, but this woman has a teapot in her hand and this teapot looks like it has flowers on it and it looks like it might have a chip in it or something. Um, it's almost like, is there a rose, um, a grandma with a rose name? Um, it's a possibility on my ex's side, but we always just called her Mamie. Okay. I don't even uh, know her real name. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. Yeah. But you understand this? Would you understand her with the teapot? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. It also has like a little gold trim on it. It's not some random ugly. She said it's not some random ugly teapot from that you get from the thrift store. She said she's like, does someone just thrifting? Like someone goes to thrift shops. Um, the older generation was very much like yard sale type. Okay. Like collectors. She's singing Macklemore like the thrift shop song. <laughs> <laughs> um, she hands. She's talking about this teapot that'd be very significant. She says there's a chip on his side. Now, would I guess you wouldn't know who has this teapot? Because when they give it to you, that means someone has the teapot. Um, this woman would have her nails manicured. She's like, I like to have my nails manicured. And she has a file on her hand kind of thing. Um, she passed with something to do with like neck up. So like, so chest up kind of thing. Um, and I feel like she died in like a bed with a quilt on her. And she said there was a bunch of people around her when she passed. Does this make sense to you? um that that could have been um my ex's grandmother okay well i'm trying to get the, this is the thing about mediumship is that you can't control who comes through but i would love to speak to someone who belongs to you for some reason again it's all connected why they're showing you that everyone coming through is for your ex there's, there's a message in there so i'm not sure if it's the healing message or if it's like cutting the cord or something there's something you guys have kids together what's the what's the yeah, big two. Oh, that's why there's a there's a there's a family interconnectedness with the ex but for some reason he has a very strong 
presence or energy. Do you understand that? Yeah. Well, my daughter's always been able to um, communicate with Uncle John since baby. Yes. She can probably communicate with other people as well. I wouldn't doubt it. <laughs> now, this young daughter of yours, you said she was eight or nine? Nine. Nine. She, um, does she like horses? Um, she does like horseback riding. She hasn't done a ton of it. Okay. So she, so I get it. This is going to be a weird reading, but I can also telepathically communicate with children who are, who are belonging to you. And so she's talking about the horses. Like I want to go back to horses. I love horses. Um, probably in the future, she's going to be back with horses. So like 16, 17, that kind of thing, have like one of those co-op opportunities to go work with horses. So she will, no matter what, whether you um, allow her this or not, is that she will eventually go back to the horses, she says. Okay, so let's see. Um, there's also a grandfather here who had very bad eyes, almost cataract uh, energy. Um, he's like, oh boy, like I'm almost blind, he says, but he feels like he's a funny guy. He's a fun, he has a, a really cute sense of humor. A very kind man. And he would have passed from like, he just went to sleep. He said he died of old age. Does that, that make sense to you? Uh, that might be my grandfather. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> He has like a sense of humor. Did he have false teeth or maybe his wife did? He's pulling out some, pulling out his teeth. Yeah, he had false teeth and glasses and cataracts. Yeah, look at my teeth. Do you like my teeth? And he like pulls them out and he like, you know how you make a joke with like a puppet? He's kind of doing that kind of thing. Like, oh, look at my teeth and like slobber and just being a funny guy. But he's like, you gotta lighten up. He says, not, I'm not used to yelling at you, but like, you, you can't be so serious in this life. You have to lighten up and you have to make fun of things and not that take things so seriously but yeah his eyes are he came in right away with the super bad eyes he's like whoa i'm almost blind jen and he's like i just can't see very well and he just went to sleep he said so um he said he wanted to just he died peacefully do you understand that yep he had parkinson's and just passed in his sleep yeah awesome so be he wants the message to get out to you and i think you're is this your mom's dad whose dad is this? my mom's dad yeah, your mom's still here, yes? Yep. Yeah, because he wants to tell your mom that he passed peacefully. So you know, he's like, you know how you worry about your parents when they get older and they're in pain or they're suffering, whatever? He says, tell your mother that I'm, I was fine. I didn't have any quirks or, he's calling them quirks and twerks. I don't know what that means. Uh, I, know I, what, I know what that means. Okay, he goes, I didn't have any quirks or turks, he said, or twerks. So tell your mother that I'm fine. Tell her that I'm okay. When I passed, there was no pain. It was, he said it was the most easiest transition I ever um, thought to believe, he said. Like, maybe he had a different thought about death, and he said it was the total opposite of what I had believed, but he really needs to tell your mom that I'm okay, and it was fine. It doesn't feel like he's talking about your mom feeling guilt or anything. It's more like a sadness or like a missing, missing you. Um, yeah. I think it relates to um, his funeral. His body basically came back as they were carrying the casket down the aisle and shook for about 12 minutes and the pallbearers <gasps> had to put it down. Oh my gosh. Quirks so and twerks make sense then. It makes sense. That's why I was like, oh, <laughs> I get it. Oh, wow. Yeah, my arm hair standing up. That's what he's talking about. And then I was going to say, I was he had a feeling of funeral director when he was talking. So he was referring to a funeral director. I don't know if they messed up or something or something was wonky because he was like, I'm okay. It was just like, what's that called? Rigor mortis or something? Rigor. Yeah. Yeah. It was just that. And almost like a tr little trauma from that kind of thing. But even if 
he's like people okay he says the people thought that they, did, they didn't see it but they did it was like they were too late or something he says so some people saw what was going on or like heard something was like what did i imagine that but he's like all not that all he cares about but the main message you have to tell your mom that i'm okay and that there was no pain i just went peacefully i was gone um his soul for some reason his soul took a little bit to cross over so i feel like there's a room of people where he is and he's like hey guys and he's like everyone's looking at my body but i'm not in there he's like guys guys i'm not i'm not there anymore i'm in the room and he's like trying to it's the cutest thing i've ever seen and i'm not sure i'm not making light of the situation but he's like no he goes it's okay you can make light of it he said it's kind of funny like i was standing in the room waving and nobody could hear me and nobody could see me but i was in the room and it took about him like half an hour for him to cross over and it wasn't because he was afraid he was like i don't want to leave the party like does this make sense to you like there was like a bunch of people in this room when he passed uh, it's going to sound probably odd, but <clears throat> he had four wives. Like over time, he was a hopeless romantic. And when he did pass, there was a big debate over who would get his ashes. Wow. So that's probably why he didn't want to go right away, right? Because he just normally the soul was gone. You know, he was like, I got to hang around for this show. Like I need, <laughs> to see, I need to see this debacle that's about to go down. But I really love like. I'm not saying he was like super crazy funny, but I just really love his humor. He just has this really fun loving humor about him, like teasing and pinching and just, you know, being, being a fun guy. And his main message to everyone and you, of course, is just see if you can still have fun. You know, he's like, yeah, the world's going to shit or whatever, but he's like, you got to still laugh. Just live your life. He says, just live your life. Um, what's that song? You live your life. Hey. That, that song, I don't just read it or something, but he's like, you got you to gotta still you live your life. Now, another piece of thing that you might not know about is he's showing me a wallet. I feel like your mom might have his wallet or something. Someone has his wallet. Um, it's like a leather-worn kind of wallet. Uh, or actually, probably one of his wives has it, not your mom. I apologize. He says there's nothing in there except for some receipts and some bills. He said, so it's not very valuable, but he says one of his ladies has his wallet um i'll see i'll ask him if your mom has anything of so um let me just ask he shows me a couple of note cards like little cards do you have some of cards from your grandpa um my mom has like this old metal box and it kind of looks like one of those old recipe holders with like the flippy things but we always just stored knickknacks in it oh okay that's cool yeah so it's from your from your grandpa yeah, and then one thing he wants to talk about is the cookie jar. So I don't want to open this can of worms, but he shows me. <laughs> Sorry. The, first of all, before I get into what I'm thinking, this is: Do you have a cookie jar, like a cute little kid-looking one, or like an animal kind of cookie jar? It's like fat, like. Um, I don't, but we had a couple of them growing up. Okay, because he's talking about this cookie jar, and he says, "Now I don't know if this is do with this inheritance. I really don't want to get into this, but I will." There's something about like an inheritance or property or something with maybe with the wives. I don't think it's with your mom or you. Something about the money divvying up. And he says, someone has their hand in the cookie jar. So I'm just going to leave that there. Um, someone has their hand in the cookie jar. And there was an older, like almost like, I don't know if you know his his ex-wives or whatever, but <clears throat> there's an, the oldest one. The oldest one, he said, 
Like, I want to call her Ethel. Like, she looks like an Ethel. You know what I mean? Like, it's like an old lady kind of looking name, and she looks... But he says her hand is in the cookie jar, and he wants to slap her hand out of the cookie jar. Um, <clears throat> but I don't think it has anything to do with you or your mother. But if there's a... It's almost like there's a mystery around this. Is this making sense to you at all? Um, yeah, it does make a lot of sense. Like, there was a bunch of, like, turmoil that happened between the wives arguing over estate and ashes and all of that. Okay. It's something about money, though. Like, one of them hands has their hand in the cookie jar. I'm not saying they're stealing or anything, but they're, like, it's almost like a sneaky energy. Like, uh, it's hard to explain what he's kind of saying, but it doesn't... Do you know if he has a condo? Um, nope. Okay. He shows me a condo, and if this doesn't make sense, it will make sense later, but he's showing me a condo. And I'm just going to describe what he's showing me because that's what I'm trying to do, is that there is a empty condo, and then it's someone living in it. Um... And it feels like a rental property kind of energy. So I don't know if that makes sense, but it's like, that is very significant. He's got like a business sense to him. Like, I think people will think that, um, that I don't know what's going on, but they do. So just, it feels like unfinished business with this property and this money and this stuff. So it kind of, he goes, it kind of keeps me up at night, which is kind of funny, ironic, but you know, kind of keeps him up at night, but um, there is a way he says for you to talk to your mom about this and then she can see what's going on and she can tell you what's going on. Um, yeah, but yeah. And then the last thing I'm supposed to tell you, which probably won't make sense, is something about a cupcake. So is there a birthday of someone in the family coming up? No. Okay. But normally they have a balloon with someone's birthday, but he's giving you a cupcake and he said this will make sense later. So it's almost like a cupcake, like a fancy cupcake. Like I can think of this girl I know who does cupcakes and they're beautiful and they're those fancy kind of cupcakes, he said. So you can tell me later, but there he says, just tell her about the cupcake. And it's a fancy cupcake and it might have um, an Easter egg on it. Like, you know, those little mini eggs. My daughter just mentioned that this morning, actually. There you go. Yeah. He's like, tell her about the mini Easter egg. But, but it has something to do with the cupcake. So it's going to be something on a cupcake and that's going to come true later. He literally asked me this morning while we were driving to school if we could get one of those Easter cupcakes with the mini eggs on top. So there's your evidence that your grandpa is with you guys all the time. So I'm going to leave you with that. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you so much, Melissa, for being my volunteer on here and allowing me to share your loved ones in spirit, um, even though it took a little bit to get to your person, but that's good. Everything's, everything's for the highest good for everyone involved. And uh, yeah, I love that how they, he ended that with the cupcake story, because that means that that's evidence that that's evidence that he's around you and he's watching over your daughter. Like, I think, remember we talked about she sees John. I think she sees everyone. It's not just John. I think she also sees your grandfather plus other people. Yeah, I wouldn't doubt it. She's got the gift. Yeah. So hopefully one day she will use this gift and uh, help people like I'm able to do. And uh, maybe one day you'll come around too and use yours. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> I'm Melissa for the highest good. Okay. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. And thank you, Melissa, for being my guest. Thank you.